What is up? Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are tuning in. This is the No Mongo Podcast. My name is Rick Beta, and this is a weekly show about all things skateboarding, pretty much in a nutshell. So if uh, you've been following along, appreciate it. New to the show, welcome. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Rick Beta. So that's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. I'm on there uh, quite a bit. And you can also email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. That's like I mentioned on previous episodes. Always good to hear from you guys. You know, it's sometimes when we're on a podcast, you're like, yeah, I'm just speaking to the interwebs and no one is listening. But it's good to hear you guys are out there. So let's get started. Wanted to start with the annual Red Bull roller coaster event that went down in Munich, Germany over the weekend. And I actually tuned in for this. I woke up early on Saturday morning. And, you know, I know I mentioned in previous episodes, I can't remember which one. I'm not sure how I feel about these whole pump tracks and just tracks in general. Right? I'm, I, I think for one, as I mentioned, I need to probably ride one to be to, to truly appreciate it. But this one won me over. The, and I finally, and I know it's been around for a couple of years and I've just kind of casually, you know, checked into it. But I figured, you know, I got a podcast now. I should probably open up my horizons a little bit more, open up my, you know, uh, my heart, I should say, and be more forgiving. So pump tracks and tracks in general, I think I get it. I, I get it, right? But um, what's cool about this particular course is it's fast as hell. I mean, you have to be a well-rounded rider. I mean, I think, uh, I can't remember the name of the designer, but he had Zion right in, in his uh, uh, in his mind. Zion pretty much can rip anything, right? So they had Zion the whole time and it makes sense i mean zion yeah i mean he didn't win but you know it, it was cool to see all these pro riders they were challenged you had a, a nice mixture of everything and a nice uh you know you had to you had to be well-rounded is basically what i'm saying but and then what was cool is yeah bales are allowed they're not looked down upon but you can recover you know it's it's kind of expected even you know skate legend pat duffy said you know before the finals he's looking for speed he's looking for tricks yeah, if you bail, but he mentioned speed. So you, obviously, if you're a rider, you're, you're going to take note of that. So, which in turn makes it super scary. So the constant speed checks. That's one of the notes I put on my on my notes here. Is that you know everyone had to do speed checks, and if you didn't know how to do them, you're going flying off the edge. So, nevertheless, this was it was just fun to watch. I'm glad I woke up. Seems that. Yeah, the last three, four weekends I've had to get up. I mean, I usually get up. My kids get up at like 7.30, 7.15, but summer sometimes they'll sleep until 8, which means, you know, hey, we'll sleep in too. So, yeah, I got up. and Oh, yeah, that's right. We had the, the Red Bull contest. So I turned it on. It was it was good. It was worth it, man. I, I highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it yet, you can check it out or just, you know, check it out next month, uh, next year, I should say. And the thing is, here, just a quick breakdown. Each rider, you got two runs, right? So, yes two runs the highest one counts of course and as i mentioned bales are allowed but obviously you get docked points so i mean you don't want to do that but if you can make up you know points towards the end of the run you you had a shot and the scoring was i'll talk a little bit more about this later it was kind of like i don't know you would see some 30s and then you would see like 70s and 80s you know and and some of the runs were kind of equal in in you know i don't know in technicality and in, in, in at least in my opinion but anyways so current cables we all know current cables he's a surfer and a skater and you know smooth style he, he always 
when he's on, he's always a threat. And he had the lead right up to the end. And Danny Leon is, you know, basically jumped in and took over his spot. And, you know, Cables ended up third place overall. And he was actually, I was rooting for him on this one, Mike. You know what? I haven't had, you know, at least mentioned current Cables on this podcast and or seen him win stuff. So I was rooting for the guy. But he just, he didn't have luck on his side, you know, and he wasn't able to make, you know, that he had a run. He was in first place, but he didn't have that knockout run. He didn't have that, you know, kind of Nigel level where he can flip a switch and just boom. So, but he was very, very, very close to taking first. So Danny Leone of Spain took second. And that Crail, Crail side, the Crail, Crail Blunt, Blunt side on the bench, that was cool. He, it took him a couple tries, and he made it look so simple. But that trick, you guys, it's super awkward. So doing that in just anywhere on a street, you know, bench, wherever, yet alone doing it on a course, that was pretty cool to see. So he got that solid run and bumped his score up to 89. And I think, and even that, so that was a new score to beat. But I think even Kern and, and Danny, they both kind of look surprised, like, what, what, oh, okay. So now um, Kern's, you know, having to step it up and, a lot of a lot of comments too after the fact. Uh, Alex Sorgente, he got. I mean, some people say he got robbed by the judges, and that's uh, it's hard to say. But there there were definitely some very questionable scores. Kind of, it was, I guess it wasn't consistent. And I'm not a judge. Don't get me wrong. I just I try to judge as I go along too. Just say, all right, cool. I kind of got the mindset of what these guys are looking for. But so yeah. Alex Sorgente, yeah, that's a questionable one. But and Pedro Barros, of course, you know the the man of the last week or two, or you know, he anytime he's in the house, he's always a threat, as I mentioned. And he just wasn't able to stay on his board. So he was fast, he was super smooth, he went huge as normal, but he failed to even make the top three. He actually he ended up in eighth place, but. You know, it just it wasn't his day. He tried all the tricks. He was he was going for it, all or nothing, man. So you never know with Pedro. But so that left I'm like doing a drum roll for him, but so that left our boy Jake Alardi. Final run of the competition, you know, one run to to rule them all, so to speak. Could he get a ninety or better? And based on the judges and the scoring. You almost had to have a pretty – you had to have a flawless run. I mean, you had to, especially after what Danny threw down. And, you know, Jake, you know, much like the elite performers out there that know when to flip a switch and know when to turn it on, he did. He dropped in, and you could instantly feel his vibe. I mean, he had it. He was locked in, and it was time it – was, it was his time to shine right then and there, and he stepped up. It was, you know, cue that Eminem song. You know, all the stuff. He just – it was his moment. Um, <laughs> or even like, you know, what, what I thought about too, is that the song from the natural, you know, that was that song too. Just everything was aligned. It was kind of like a, a Disney movie, but the main thing is he did an amazing run. You know, he handled his business, threw down a cab heel flip indie on one of the quarter pipes. And it, it does no justice to, for me to say it, you have to go see it. He was so locked in, and that was amazing because he's doing it on a course, you guys. He is going super fast, fakey. Oh, man. But what was cool, even his peers knew that he had it. After that run, before actually before even the last trick, 
They were already throwing his boards. They were rushing towards him to congratulate him. They knew he had it even before the judges scored. It was a given. He threw down a hammer, and he got a 95. And for a second there, if you were watching, it looked like the little um, scoreboard stopped at 99, and you could see him react for a split second. And then he had to kind of do a double take double take because he thought it was too, but it looked like he almost scored a 99. I don't think it's a 99 worthy run. 95. Yeah. So, and I don't honestly, I don't think he could have done a better run other than maybe swapping out. He did a wall ride. There's a spot where you kind of can do a wall ride or you can do a grind. And he did a wall ride. But I think in hindsight, he did that to keep his speed. So I think. You know, that would be the only thing I would change on his run. So it was a pretty, pretty flawless run. Congrats, Jake, man. Well-deserved victory. But yeah, as I mentioned, it was so cool to see just the reactions, you know, from Pedro, Jamie Foy, Zion, Kern Caples. I mean, they, yeah, it, it was immediately after, too. But it, yeah, we're they're all in contention, right? And they, but they all knew. And that's what's cool about skateboarding is the, the, the bond that these riders have, even if you're riding for other teams, which are quote-unquote competitors. It's not how it works, though. It's so cool to see. You know, it's just basically game-recognized game. But you got to, I mean, you got to respect greatness when you see it. So, But either way, I mean, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on this contest more down the road. As I mentioned, It's I've known about it, but do I wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning to see it? Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, I think Danny Danny definitely uh, single-handedly convinced me on the potential, right? So well done, Danny. But you can find that video or that contest on YouTube. Just type in Red Bull Roller Coaster 2019 and you should be golden. And maybe if I remember, I'll put it in the show notes as well. Make it kind of easier for you guys. Yeah, let me take a little sip of water here. stretching doing my thing hope you guys are having a good week so far next up i wanted to talk about justin bishop's ditch your vision part that dropped recently and yeah literally if you're wondering what this three minute and 35 seconds of inspirational footage is about it's about a blind skater so justin is blind and much like Dan Mancina, I, which who I talked about in episode four, so if you guys haven't listened, go back to episode four. I give mad props to Dan Mancina, still do, but damn, Justin, you're talk about inspiring. He's 32 years old. He's got the same eye condition as uh, Dan Mancina, so he's fully blind in his left eye, and in his right, he can only see like shadows. You know, it's not. He can he can tell when someone's in front of him, you know, stuff like that. But, however, w- what's a little different about his skating, he's got these special speakers that are set up in the spots he goes. And I uh, read an interview on uh, thrashermagazine.com. So he's got, like, these speakers. And what they do is they help alert him when he's next to an, uh, you know, an edge or ledge or, or stairs, you know, so he can know when to pop. And all, of course, in addition to he's got the cane, that Dan Mancina has as well. So that was kind of, I mean, the technology these days is insane, but uh, I mean, Justin, he's obviously naturally talented and he's just in, he's in rebuild mode. I mean, he was, he much like Dan, he was losing his sight over time. So he was already a good skater, but 
he kind of gave it up and was depressed and, and came back, you know, from the dead. And now he's relearning all these tricks. So he, he, he's got that in his core. He's just relearning now without sight. So, but his skating, he did, it, it did all the talking in this video. I mean, he was doing bonuses on transition, dropping in banks, busting out park footage, multiple frontside 360s. And I noted one on the street, other one over a spine. Yes. You heard that right, a spine. That one I had me do a double take. I was like, what? Pause. Wait, wait, wait. Go back. It was right about 2 minutes and 37 seconds. Actually, no, that was his next trick. Sorry. 2 minutes and 37 seconds. I had to pause as well because he ollied down that six stair. He, they showed a little foreshadowing at the beginning. There were some pedestrians walking by. So... It was cool to see kind of where he placed his cane. So he it was like a few steps in, and he hadn't even all of the steps yet. So he was, you know, six or set, cane about, I don't know, three or four steps in. He wasn't even looking straight ahead. So I don't know if that has to do with just this, him listening, the sound, you know. But it was a weird, I mean, it was a good pause. Like you could see, see it all go down. It was so good. And of course, <laughs> oh, I had, I know I've talked about this before too, but it was so hilarious. Yeah, I talked about this with the, the other Dan episode four. It was so hilarious to see the lack of response that just the general public, when they, they, people were literally just walked by, carrying on their day. I don't think I saw anyone on their phones, you know, so they weren't that distracted, but you know. Just a normal day as if, you know, they didn't just see a blind guy all the way down six stairs. Nah, no big deal. I mean, no, he, he uses that cane for a fashion statement, right? No, he's not blind. It's just... Eh. Guys, general public I'm speaking to here. I know you're not listening, but I'm getting it out to the universe. When you see a blind skateboarder ollie down steps, you might want to stop and clap for the guy. You know? And I was I watched it a couple times, just waiting for maybe a delayed reaction, like someone goes, "Wait, what? Huh? Nope." But I I talk about that with Dan Mancini. It's just the people in the background just going on with their day, not even realizing that you just saw greatness. You just saw a blind guy crushing it in the streets. So, general public, population, normies, whatever you want to call it. If you guys see someone skating and they're blind, they got a cane and they're doing stuff, got to give them a clap. Golf clap, regular clap. Seriously. Oh, it just, it doesn't happen all the time. <laughs> oh, but one day, one day, I have hope that maybe it'll be after the Olympics when everyone has their eyes on skateboarding. Like, oh, what is this? Blind guys shredding. 360 over a spine? Are you kidding me, Justin? Damn. I'm putting him on one of my lists. You know, I don't do interviews on this show. Probably never will. I don't know. Maybe I will if it works out. But I want to interview him and Dan Mancina. Not just because they're blind. just They just shred. So, you know. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. And, oh, must not forget that ender, Justin. Seriously? Seriously, pretty damn awesome. That got me a little worked up. You might even be hearing 
from my lawyer on that one too. That was that was too insane. Okay. As I'm wrapping up this episode, I figured I'd I'd keep it on the topic of videos. There's been a lot of cool videos as of late, and you know, I checked out the uh, welcomes video seance. Welcome teams, full length video. The cost zero dollars, zero bucks. You know, save that money for beer or you know, water, whatever you choose. You choose. But it was super fun to watch, guys. I mean, Ryan Townie's part rocked it out of the park. You know, he got the the full clip. I mean, there was a little little opening segment, but Ryan Townie's part's very very cool. That ender, gnarly, 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 is what I have in my notes. So. Next time, you if you watch it, when you go watch it again, pause it at 3 minutes and 24 seconds. Take it all in for a sec. Take a deep breath. Look at that handicap sign. Look how high he is. Look where he is. Then unpause. It was so good. It got, you know, innocent, not innocent, but <laughs> pedestrians <laughs> walking by. I guess they're innocent bystanders in a the sense they didn't get hit by his board. But... You get the attention of just normal people on the road. That is gnarly. So Ryan Townies, his opening part, 24 seconds in. I suggest you pause it. Just kind of see Wally into steep. It's basically to, Wally to a wall. I mean, it's, it's essentially a wall. But it's like a very steep bank. How did you do that? Seriously, Ryan, how did you do that? Oh, and then, of course, speaking of gnarly, always good to see Chris Miller. Anytime there's Chris Miller footage, I'm a happy camper. Like, seriously, I, I should have done a, a happy dance. And, you know, I could watch this stuff for hours. Has he been on the Nine Club yet? I'm trying to think. I don't think he has. I can't remember. I'm so behind on Nine Club episodes. They, once they started getting to three, four, five hours, I'm like, oh, well, there goes my time. I can't follow it. Sorry. I'll have to look it up. And Nora... Nora killed her part. She was almost a standout. Almost a standout until Ryan Lay's part. But Nora, she is, I consider her the whole package. And she was actually on the, the Red Bull roller coaster. She was a commentator. She, she's an awesome commentator. I love, love her personality. Sense of humor. She is probably a blast to hang out with. So Nora, loving the vibe. Great job. And what's cool about her, she can skate pretty much anything. Put it in front of her. She's good. So, as I mentioned, Ryan Lay's part, definitely worthy of a rewind or two. I think I've seen it at least four times over the weekend. And so I highly recommend you do the same. Ryan Lay. Is he regular or switch? almost got confused for a second there. Kind of like reminding of Bucky Lassick, you know, like the guy. Wow. The stuff he was doing switch was, wait. Golf clap worthy. So check it out. Welcomes video seance. Did not disappoint. But actually, I got a little thing to say though. And this is, I'm being flat out honest, guys. You did not hear this from me. You didn't hear this on the podcast. Do I got your word? Because I could get in big, 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 big trouble if anyone, you know, on the welcome team or anyone in the world finds out. But if you. Put on the welcome seance video, stick around all the way till the end. You get to see the actual the end credits with the skaters' names on them. Yeah, it's all in order too. So if you were uh, were a little lost during the video, 
I got your back. Just go to the end. Has the credits. You know, but that's our little secret. You didn't hear that from me. I don't want to get in trouble. It's just between me and you. Okay? End credits. Skaters' names if you want to find out who the hell you were watching. Okay? All right. But nevertheless, it's great to see the brand continue to grow, be on the up and up. Well done, crew. Well done. Oh, oh man. I almost forgot as well. I can't. How did I miss this on my notes earlier? But I can't believe this is not being talked about or anything. Not It's not trending on social media. No buzz. No news. Great job on finding Animal Chin. Yeah, the welcome team found Animal Chin. Did you guys see that? Or did they? I bet a lot of you didn't even see it. It was, it was only a shadow. I say it was Chin. I was like, that's the guy. That's him. I say it's Chin. Has to be him. Give it a look and to see it's right about 27 and a half minutes in. I'll put the, I did a screen capture of it. I'll put that on Instagram at Rick Beta. Or you can hit pause. Bam. That animal freaking chin. I knew he was still alive. I knew it. The welcome team found animal chin. Well done, guys. But be sure to follow along social media at Rick Beta. You can email the show, nomongolpodcast at gmail.com. That's all I got for today, man. It was a good week. A lot of stuff to cover. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Thanks for the support. Love you guys.